0: And welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today is Kyle Langan. And you already know me. It's your girl, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp. But let me tell you about my guest who is in the hot seat today with a fiery topic. So he is an award-winning blogger, author, and founder of the media company KJL Media. In 2011, he created a successful blog called From the Hamptons to Hollywood, a lifestyle site that gave recommendations on travel, fashion, food, and events, all the things I love, Hamptons to Hollywood expanded into a podcast, a product line, a documentary, and an online store that curated products from local Hamptons and Hollywood artisans. He partnered with brands like BMW, The E Network the Surf Lodge, the Screen Actors Guild, and more. In March of 2021, after regaining the rights to his first book deal, Kyle published his debut novel, Uncharted Waters, which is the first in the series of -of coming-of-age books set in the Hamptons, in the vein of Gossip Girl and The Breakfast Club. The book was met with positive praise. In August of 2021, the sequel, Uncharted Horizons was released. The third book in the Uncharted Waters trilogy is planned for a 2023 release. Writing is Cal's passion and he is thrilled to be embarking on his next chapter as an author to entertain Inspire and tell stories that blend humor with poignant social relevance. And he has another secret that is about to be revealed soon. So, without further ado, let's welcome the man behind it all, Kyle Langan.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure. I was like, whoa, reading your bio, I was like, oh, hot stuff. <laughs> so kyle today we're going to spend some time talking about your new project that is about to drop tomorrow but then also social media influencing and marketing but before we dive in i definitely want to give the audience a chance to connect with you in a fun and personal manner so are you ready for what's next yes okay there's two options we could do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game what are you in the mood for
1: i think let's do the rapid fire
0: Ooh, okay we're playing rapid fire with kyle and genesis do 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 question number one so tell me why you picked from the hamptons to hollywood So
1: I was working in the Hamptons as a server when I had graduated college and I was like kind of it was like a summer job and I couldn't really, you know, stay there all year round. So I decided to pick up and move to L.A. So I literally went from the Hamptons to Hollywood.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Question two. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and why?
1: Oh, I spend so much time thinking about this. I think I would want to read minds.
0: <laughs> Question three, dream car, dream home, or both?
1: Um, if I had to pick between, I mean, both, I would want both for sure. Ooh,
0: yes, me too. I'm a, I'm a little greedy, y'all. <laughs> Question four, what is your favorite food?
1: Um... I love, I love food in general, but I think that if I could have one thing for the rest of my life, I would want to have like chicken soup. I could eat it every day, it's like chicken noodle soup.
0: <laughs> Question five, favorite color? Uh, Blue. Oh, yes. Okay. We agree. Question six, if you could be a fly on the wall, Kyle, and listen in to any conversation, past or present, what conversation are you listening into?
1: Oh, that's so that's a good question um I think maybe something like I'm not like a political person like per, I mean I shouldn't say I'm not a political person but I would love to hear kind of like like be able to fly in the wall in like the Oval Office you know maybe with like I don't know like the Frost Nixon administration or something like that like something from back in the day.
0: Amazing um, I don't know why when you just said that It made me think about the TV show scandal for some odd reason. Yeah. (laughs) Question seven, coffee, tea, or neither?
1: Mm, I am having a cup of coffee right now, but I do, I usually have coffee in the morning and tea at night, but if I had to pick one, I'd say coffee.
0: Question eight, since you are a podcaster yourself, who's a celebrity that you would love to sit down and interview?
1: Um, My favorite celebrity of all time is Gwyneth Paltrow. So she's like my, (laughs) that's who I would like when I'd love to have a conversation with her.
0: Have you pitched her yet?
1: (laughs) Not yet. I'm trying to like, not yet,
0: but hopefully soon. So if you've listened to the show, you know, I like to challenge my guests, right? Yes. So I challenge you by the end of next week to find out who her PR team is, and pitch her to come on your podcast.
1: Ooh, that's a great, that's a good one. I'm so scared, but like so excited too. So, all right, I'll, I'll, I accept the challenge.
0: Yeah, because the challenge, it's going to be the shoot your shot challenge. Because if you don't, you're not gaining anything. But if you do, and she's like, oh, I like this Kyle guy and his book, uh, he has a sexy man on his book. Like I'm all about it. So you never know, right? It's
1: true, it's true. YOLO. yeah. <laughs>
0: Question nine, what is your favorite movie or book? Oh, um, I
1: think my favorite movie that I could watch over and over again is Eat, Pray, Love, because it's all about like finding yourself. And I'm so, um, I love that kind of topic.
0: And question number 10, it's our pass or play question. And here are the rules. So if you choose to pass, I get to reverse roles with you and you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play?
1: I do want to ask you a question, but I don't know what to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say, I will ask you, I'll ask you a question. What, um, why did you want to start this podcast?
0: Oh my gosh. I love this question. So this podcast was started um, via my grief journey. I lost my dad in November of 2020. So the day before Thanksgiving and my dad was a very big part of my life. So I just got tired of the the bullshit that people were telling me after my dad passed because they were just telling me stuff that just did not help because they're like, oh, I know how you feel. I'm like, you don't because you've never lost a parent. You don't have to go bury a parent or anything like that. And my dad was just such a loving, like, wild card factor. He was from Curacao, so South America, for those of you listening, which is off the tip of Venezuela. And he was just so bubbly. And my mom is West Indian, so she's Caribbean, so she's so conservative and yeah. <laughs> passive. And I was like, my dad would talk to any and everybody. So I was like, why not talk into the mic? And I just got real raw. I just talked about grief. I talked about how I felt. I talked about how my dad went through medical negligence and then from there people just started reaching out to me and they wanted to be on the show but I wasn't interviewing anyone because I just was not in the mental state and I was like if I interviewed people the way that I was feeling in November of 2020 I would like excuse my French I was a complete shit show (laughs) y'all it would not have been successful but then I figured okay there's so many people that have gems so that's why I named the show gems and then I started to go back to all the people that reached out to me during that journey. And then I asked them, hey, are you so interested in being in the show? And then the rest is history. But every day I do the show, it's like it's like my dad is with me and I get a piece of him. Like, you know?
1: Yeah, I love that. That's such a beautiful reason to do it. Like, it's so, it's I, I love that. I'm And I'm really sorry to hear about your loss. But it sounds like you're really um, making the most out of the... A situation, like a you know, an unfortunate situation. So I don't I didn't know your dad, but I'm sure he would be really proud of you.
0: Thank you so much, Kyle. And now we're gonna segue into the combo, the juiciness. So I want you to hold up that book that is dropping tomorrow. <laughs> so,
1: so this is the book that I have coming up tomorrow. It's called Confessions of a Callboy. And um it comes out June third, and it's basically a um, <laughs> it's kind of like an a coming of age kind of erotic thriller. and I'm really excited. I'll tell you about the the the, uh, the plot in a minute, but I'm really excited because I've partnered with an organ a nonprofit called Equality California, and they are the largest. Um, LGBTQ civil rights organization in California. And so they are, um, so I'm donating a portion of the proceeds of every sale to the organization. So I'm really excited to say that I'm, you know, this is a book about, you know, I'm giving back. It's kind of all about kind of coming out um, and kind of uh, the self-acceptance and self-discovery that people, um, that LGBTQ people face. It's a novel, but um, but yeah, I'm really excited to partner with them. And so every sale is like going to a good cause as well. So yeah, I'm excited.
0: So congratulations, because I know what it's like to have a book come out with me being an author myself. But I do have a question about that cover. So that guy on there, I see his tats, and he's just ripped. <laughs> do you know the guy on the cover of the book or did you just pick a stock image? So,
1: so this is, it's, it's a funny story. So we so I was part of a, a social media um, platform called FlipFit. And it's basically, they chose me to kind of like review products, like skincare products and men's clothing. And he was one of the other kind of people that they had chosen to to be to review products. And so we kind of met on this network. And I was like, oh, he's like, exactly what I kind of imagined like this character to be <laughs> I was like can you be on my book cover <laughs> and he was like sure so he actually has done um a couple other book covers in the past so this wasn't his first but yeah this um it's not a stock image like there's a there's a, like a photographer like shot it and and he was obviously the model and and yeah so own only writes to it so it's, it's really fun but I had a but I had a an, an Instagram live conversation with him, like to kind of unveil the book cover, and um, we got to like chat more in depth then.
0: Interesting. So, what is his name?
1: And <laughs> <laughs> like, is he single? His name is Eric Gilmet, uh-huh. and he you can find him on um, on social media. I think it's E T Fitness Coach is his handle, but oh. but yeah
0: super cool yes i i definitely will not be scoping and hoping i'm very much married and very much pregnant so those those snh days are long over for me so no scoping and hoping but for any of you ladies listening or any of you men listening you could go check out a hottie on this book <laughs> right
1: i know it's like i'm i was really happy with how the cover came out Clearly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> amazing so okay I want you to tell us about the plot, and then we're going to get into social media marketing and influencing, because that is your jam too, and I think having a book and being an author, you definitely need social media to push your literary works
1: that's it's yeah so true how they kind of all comes full circle but yeah the the book is about um so the main character is one of uh, he was a very minor character in my first book so all the books that I've kind of written are somewhat related while it's not like a direct sequel it's kind of a spinoff and um and his family he kind of is like from an upper like a wealthy family in New York his family goes broke and he has to move to L.A. Um, and kind of start his life over from scratch from nothing. He doesn't have any money and, um, and he kind of gets propositioned to perform like favors for money, sexual favors for money. <laughs> and, um, and then he, you know, in, and he was like, oh, wow, that was like the easiest money I ever made. And, um, and so he kind of starts this journey of like exploring, um, i don't know if i'm what am i allowed to say on this podcast but like sex work and um and then he kind of comes to, he kind of finds out like oh wow like maybe there's something um, uh, maybe i am not as you know straight as i thought i <laughs> i am so it's kind of his journey with self-acceptance and kind of struggling with that um kind of set in this like la world of you know prostitution
0: okay so qu- question there so is he um bisexual is he exploring or does he go from being straight to being um homosexual or what is his journey like because you said he's becoming and y'all i my audience knows i like to dive deep i'm a little nosy because i gotta pull out the juicy details so
1: yeah, sure so he is very he's very like the stereotypical all-american jock like that's how he was always was in like high school and, and college and, and whatever. And when his kind of world is like upended um, and he doesn't know, he moves to a new city and it was kind of interesting because I think I've moved to LA. So I kind of understood like that part of it, but it's like when you can kind of reinvent yourself when you don't know anyone in a new city. And so he kind of looks at it as an opportunity to kind of be kind of like his true self. Um, so he kind of sheds kind of what he, thought that he was which was straight and kind of explored and kind of finds his sexuality which he ends up kind of spoiler alert like being like gay in the end Um, uh, so it's kind of like the journey of his kind of self-acceptance
0: okay super cool and I couldn't I couldn't remember if I could say the word gay because you know there's a bill where they don't want you to say the word gay so now I've said homosexual I don't know what you actually should say now because there's so many um things going around going around well not going around going around and I just yeah. like to be respectful of people within the LGBTQIA plus community I hope I got all the initials in there yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah um I know it can be a little bit confusing
0: yeah so um Kyle so is this character a fictitious character Or is this someone that you personally know, but you change maybe the character name because you don't want them to be like, oh, you wrote a book about me?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's completely fictitious. Um, This is not like a real person at all. Like like I said, it came from like a character, like a very small character in my first book. But a lot of the experiences that he has in the book are inspired by things that I have you know, heard stories about from like friends of mine or, um, you know, things that I've observed, like personally, like, you know, like an older person being like, Hey, like, do you want to be my boyfriend for the week? And I'm like,
0: what?
1: (laughs) And here's like cash. So, um, so it's just like a kind of crazy, uh, interesting, um, I don't know, like, uh, It's just kind of crazy interesting, the whole thing. And I'm very fascinated by, And I don't have any judgment about what anybody does, but I wanted to kind of explore that because I think, um, you know, with like the rise of like OnlyFans, like that kind of work has become a lot more democratized. It's not, I mean, it's still very on the fringe and people have opinions about it. But, you know, like I have a friend who does that and she makes like $50,000 a month. And I'm like, wow, that is like a crazy amount of money for for this type of work and so I was like I wanted to kind of, kind of really kind of explore it
0: that's interesting so she makes 50 50 grand a month being a sexual worker mm-hmm. so so she gets paid to have sexual menage a trois with people or just be their arm pieces or what like is it like a sugar baby or
1: so yeah, so, techni- so she has a, an account that's just kind of like, she just kind of shows her body. Um, so she doesn't like engage in sexual acts with anybody else, but there are people, and and she still makes that amount of money, but there are people who, you know, do perform kind of like a, a, like a sugar baby situation or an escorting situation and, um, or, you know, perform on camera. Um, and they, you know, make money from that too. So um so they have a lot of control over, you know, what they do, which is interesting to me. And, and there's no, like, regulations about that. Uh, so there's just a lot of stuff that I kind of delve into in the book about, you know, about, about this kind of topic.
0: Super interesting. So thank you for sharing that, Kyle. And then with this fierce and interesting and raunchy and... Sexual derivative and becoming of um, this character. I was about to call him Eric, but his name is not Eric. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What's his name? Rick. Rick. Okay. And all of this, how do you effectively? um market this on social media along with your other books because sometimes whenever you market certain things on social media you have to be mindful because you know there are people out there that could come for you because they don't get the work that you're putting out there and your artistic and creative abilities but in order for your books to sell and you to get the mission out there because it's, it's not just a mission, but it's also a movement because there's a cause that's tied to the work that you're doing. How can you really influence on social media and effectively market? And feel free to rephrase the question.
1: No, yeah. No, it's a good question. So I'll just do really quickly a little backstory. So I signed a, and this relates to social media, I promise, but I signed a three book deal back in like 2015 with a publisher um, and kind of the long story short, they went bankrupt. So I- didn't like, you know, get any money or the book didn't, it had like a very small release, the first book and and everything. So I, I, I ended up re-releasing the book um, through my own company, KJL Media, because it's hard to get like a book that's already been published, by one company by another company so it was just like too much it was like no no one would republish it so um so i so i i kind of was starting doing all the marketing myself to kind of for this re-release of the book and um and using my own social media platforms and my email list and you know doing podcasts like i was just promoting it any way that i could and and it was a really like steep learning curve but it was a really cool way to connect with the audience and and people who do you know follow you or support you like it's such a great way to like sell directly to them and they don't have to you know go through anybody else so yeah it's it's been a really interesting journey because it's a bit um you know it's independent you know I'm not, I don't I'm not backed by like penguin random house or anything like that um so it's been really fun and exciting and I, I kind of have complete control to do like a book signing, like I have a book signing tonight, like whenever I want and, you know, can do giveaways for the book whenever I want. And, and so it's, um, you know, it's just takes a lot of strategy, but I will say that the one thing that I do, I do like a three week window for the release of any kind of a book. So I'll do like a cover reveal, like the, on like one Friday and then the next Friday I release A playlist like a Spotify playlist that has um like it's like the soundtrack of the book and then the final Friday I do like the actual book release so people can like get like a feel for the book before they actually read it.
0: That is super dope and cool because just hearing the soundtrack and that gets you pumped up because music is my jam then getting like a preview into like what's to come in the book like those little teasers and etc I think that's super cool and then just not being um, tied to any constraints by like a big publishing house it gives you that creativity to really brand and market yourself in a way that is conducive to um, the overarching theme of the book so on social media, what are some e- effective ways that people can begin to really leverage social media, but market and influence their brand without diluting it?
1: Mm, that's a good question. So I think that it's really like, I I do con- social media consulting too for, for some clients. And so I always just say like, if your brand was a person, like what would the archetype of that person be, right? So let's say like you are a skincare company and you wanna make it like really like feminine, like what are the colors? Like who, like I, I kind of like say like, if, is she like a cheerleader in high school? And then it's like, oh, okay, now I know that like the colors are like pink, peach and yellow, right? And then like, this is the font because you're kind of like working from an avatar you know? And so I think that as as long as you really create content that's like completely on brand for what that is, it it can't get deleted. And it just kind of, it puts parameters around the content you create, but it allows you to like always innovate because you still like know what your, where your guidelines are, but you kind of have to make like a reel that, you know, is hopefully going to get more views. Like how can we use what's in our box um, while still staying on brand? So I always say people like, you know, reels are an amazing way to grow. Like on Instagram right now, TikTok is obviously huge. So um, so yeah, just kind of create like a, an avatar of what your brand is, I think is really helpful.
0: Okay, so create an avatar. Staying in front of your ideal avatar, asking them questions and just really engaging with them, seeing what is it that they like, what do they want to learn about you, because it's building that know, like, and trust factor, which is giving you credibility because you are becoming the face of your brand because if nobody ever sees who's behind the brand then they're like okay does this brand really exist so I think that's also good and I like how you said reels because reels there's so many people blowing up with reels doing like fun stuff there's some that are stupid there's some that are crazy but then one thing too is like I would also tell somebody to really remain authentic. Like if you know that you're not a makeup wearer or whatnot, just be yourself on that reel because people can tell if you're trying to fake it to make it. And it doesn't that genuinity or that authenticity does not come across.
1: You're 100% right. And like, that's the biggest thing is because people are way more, once you start creating content, that's like fun and like on brand for you. And then you have like a product, maybe like a book that you want to like sell it, it people are way more likely to buy from you because they trust you. Do you know what I mean? And they, you know, I'm not doing makeup tutorials obviously. So like they, like if I did, <laughs> yeah, if I did, they'd be like, this doesn't, this seems like off. So like if I, if when I do have a product come out, they're going to be like, is this even good? Is this product even going to be good? Because he's so he's all over the place, you know? So, um, so yeah, just kind of remaining I, again, like, I think like stick with three adjectives, like, Funny, like happy. Um, I don't know. Whatever they are for you, and then kind of create content around that.
0: So yeah, and I could I could agree with that sentiment because if I'm going to put myself in the hot seat, and since you're an expert, you could coach me and give me some feedback here. <laughs> so like, the mission behind my show is to educate inspire and motivate and then of course the added the added bonus is weaving in that diversity equity inclusion and belonging so when people come to the gems platform and the ecosystem they see a plethora of conversations which i'm sure you saw kyle and they're either going to be on topics that are educational topics that are inspirational or topics that are motivational and those are the core pillars so i'm not niching down because i believe that everybody has something incredible to leave in this world via a gem and that's sharing sharing a conversation or sharing their subject matter expertise to make this world a better place by creating an imprint so whenever you came into my ecosystem kyle like just off off the record i love feedback and don't um i just want you to be honest what did you think
1: No, I loved it. I loved your, I mean, you're, you're instantly very likable. Like even before we started chatting today, like just listening to the podcast, like prior, like, it's like, oh gosh, she just seems like so like positive and, and inspirational. And also like the story you shared about like your dad, like relatable, like it's, you you just have a lot of, um, I think probably people see a lot of themselves in you. And I think that that really translates. And I think that that's why, um, you know, you're, You're really taking off on this podcast because it's because people want to have those conversations with someone who makes them feel good.
0: Awesome. And thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I always like to tell the audience, I put my own self in the hot seat, y'all, because I'm not afraid to learn and grow. Because if I'm not learning, I'm not growing. And it's all about that personal development. Because when you personally develop, it's going to help you in the professional space to develop there. And you can't have P without P, you need P squared. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, um, Kyle, is there any other questions, um, relating to the book or the work that you're doing on social media that you want to, um, add value to this conversation that I did not ask? I think, um,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I do share some like social media tips on some of my Instagram or, um, some of my Instagram channels. So, Feel free to like reach, you know, anyone can reach out to me with questions. I'm always happy to answer questions about that. And, um, and yeah, I'll just say like, if you, anyone is interested in buying the book, it's on Amazon. Um, Again, a portion of the proceeds go to Equality California, which advocates for civil rights of LGBTQIA people. And um, so everything goes to a good cause.
0: Amazing. And now let's jump into the C T. A, call to action. What is your call to action for the audience today? Maybe that was my call to action, what I just said. (laughs) Dang it, I I thought I was going to pull another one out of you. No, I think that, I think, you know,
1: maybe the call to action for just our conversation is just kind of like be yourself. I know it sounds like so trite and maybe a little bit cliche, but I think that's really what it is. You know what I mean? Like we were just discussing how, know how this show for you has has is really an expression of yourself and how you want to motivate and and entertain and inspire people and you know me kind of on this publishing journey like i'm being really authentic to like the topics that really interest me and i want to write about and inspire and entertain my audience too so i think that if people are just you know i think it's just kind of the call to action is just find your brand for yourself and And anyone can do, you can do whatever you want when you have that kind of all laid out for yourself.
0: Yes, I love that. And then whenever you said be yourself, I think that's like one of the songs that was in the movie Life uh, Life Size with Tyra Banks when she was the Barbie doll. It's like, be yourself, be yourself. And I don't know the rest of the lyrics. So I'm definitely not going to sing it. And I'm not a singer, y'all. I just like to shoot the breeze. Um, so Kyle, now tell the community how they could connect with you via your website and where you primarily hang out. I know you mentioned Instagram, but we need those handles.
1: Yes. So my Instagram, my handle for everything is Kyle J. Langen. My last name is L-A-N-G-A-N. So on Instagram, I'm Kyle J. Langan. Um, my website is kylejlangan.com. Um, TikTok, you know, it's all Kyle J. Langan
0: amazing and Kyle I want to thank you so much for coming on Jumps podcast today sharing us that juicy nugget for that book Confessions of a callboy as well as talking about social media influencing and marketing because that's something that everybody is doing nowadays everyone's trying to be a TikToker they're on Instagram they're tweeting and there's so many other platforms um, that are out there but I just love the sentiment of be yourself contributing to a cause that is near near and dear to your heart and then just you know embracing who you are and really showing your authenticity so thank you so much audience make sure you like comment and subscribe we are on 40 plus platforms and you can see the video to this recording by heading on over to our youtube channel and typing at gems g-e-m-s with Genesis Amaris Kemp, and you'll see this video as well as other videos that have been uploaded and I want to thank each one of you for supporting the guests that I bring on as well as the mission behind this show because without you we wouldn't be ranked in the top two percent globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com and I am on my way to make it to that one percent y'all so support your girl and support the guests that I bring on. And for those of you that would like to become a brand sponsor, find more information by going to genesisamarscamp.net or sending me an email at genesisamarscamp at gmail.com because we would love to have you so we could continue to buy more podcast equipment and continue to spread the mission. But until the next guest, peace, love, And lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. And remember, YOLO, you only live once. So do you, boo. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. to be here on GEMS Podcast.